Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. So Will Wade reinstated at LSU, shocked a lot of the country. I don't think shocked a lot of people around here. Most people kind of expected that once the two parties got together with NCAA investigators present. Uh, was that last Friday? Uh, Jock Ducey of WAFB-TV joins us now to talk about Wade's reinstatement. Uh, Jock, were you surprised when you got the news uh, well, yesterday evening that he was reinstated? Uh, Seth, I was a little surprised how quickly uh, it took place in terms of they finally met on Friday. Um, somebody, uh, an LSU official, had told me, look how long it took to resolve the Javante Smart issue, and that and the Will Wade issue was much more complicated. You know, I think it took almost a week for Javante Smart to get cleared, and so Will Wade meets with LSU and NCAA officials Friday. And then I guess basically Saturday they all got on the same page with their written statements, and then Sunday shut out a release. So I was uh, I was surprised by the timing. I didn't think it was going to move that quickly. Although in the grand scheme of things, this has gone on for uh, 37 days. So um, it's uh, it's been it's been very strange when you cover a team on a day to day basis and you're used to interviewing and seeing a guy, you know, two or three times a week, and I haven't seen her seen Will Wade in person or heard him talk or anything since uh, March the 7th when he appeared at the uh, LaBerge Casino for a, a public appearance. And it's just an eternity in our modern news cycle. There's no doubt about that. Do you see this as an endorsement and exoneration of Will Wade or more of LSU just turning things over to the NCAA and saying, hey, he's our guy until you tell us otherwise? Well, Seth, I think there's been a lot of talk uh, about your typical politics and power struggles at, at LSU. Um, you know, there's been a lot of rumors of Joe Oliva getting pushed out. and uh, If that's going to happen or not, F. King Alexander and his influence, if he's got too much influence and whatnot. Um, I, I think that uh, in the statement they basically said they have no evidence of wrongdoing and they felt like he uh, answered their questions uh, well enough to, to return. Um, it is a very uh, bizarre situation, um, and I guess that uh, uh, LSU, there's also some questions of uh, you know legal issues and being sued and this and that. So, um, you know, I don't know if somebody over there just finally said, "Look, let's 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 bring the guy back. The damage is done. We have we have five guys who have declared for the NBA draft. We have a um, a recruiting uh, class we need to bring in and." I agree with Charles Hanegraaff here, a local radio personality, who said that if uh, you know Will Wade wouldn't have been reinstated, you would have had perhaps one of the worst rosters in the history of LSU sports next year uh, on that team after they won you know almost 30 games and made it to the Sweet 16. So that would be a pretty depressing uh, 
uh, you know, possibility. So I guess they're, they decide this is the best way to roll, and, and here we go. Yeah, here we go, Josh. So let's talk about that recruiting because it's interesting to me. You look at even with Will Wade here right now, and of course he missed part of this really critical recruiting period, but LSU is 13th in the SEC and 90th, give or take a couple numbers there, nationally with really only one big-time recruit even on the radar, and it's not even likely they'll land that guy. So is this program recruiting-wise in trouble regardless of a will wage return well they've certainly lost a ton of momentum in the last uh you know 37 days with him not being around or being able to recruit and the, and the negative uh national press uh that 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 lsu has received but uh if he if he's as good as he's been in the past will Wade, when it comes to recruiting and if you can do it the right way uh i i don't doubt that he could hit the ground running and and do some damage he certainly inherited an awful situation uh, when he got here a couple of years ago, uh, a team that had gone you know two and sixteen in the SEC and was able to start bringing people in, so I think he'll he'll be able to do that. And and then Seth, he, he needs to, you know, the feeling is Tremont Waters and Nas Reed were going pro, but at the same time, uh, you know, Javante Smart, Emmett Williams, Skyler Mays, if he can convince those guys to come back, then LSU's got a shot at having a you know pretty good team next year. It's Jacques Doucet of WAFB-TV in Baton Rouge. Okay, Joe Oliva has come under extreme fire, and you know this. You're inside that hornet's nest over there throughout this whole process. Is is he still possibly, and you alluded to it there, possibly um, in danger of losing his job after all of this, or do you think now that the reinstatement has happened that the, the natives won't be so restless? You know, I've, I've heard a lot about him getting pushed out in the last couple of weeks, and, and you know, you kind of wait to, to see that stuff. There's been a lot of talk about uh, Verge Osbury and a role he could play moving forward, but none of that stuff is, has materialized yet. Uh, you know, Joe Oliva has basically a year and change uh, left on his contract, uh, which I think expires July of uh, 2020. Um I, I think he is in a position that is always going to be unpopular. Skip Berkman was a god when he was the baseball coach, became the AD. His popularity took a hit because he had to raise ticket prices and do things that people don't like. Uh, certainly, Joe Oliva has been here a long time. He's, he's done uh, some good things. He's done a lot of things that have rubbed fans the wrong way. He hasn't always been personable or likable. Um, I think in this case, he, I think a lot of objective people uh, think that he did the right thing in suspending Coach Wade, although I think 90% of the LSU fans don't like what he did. So um, you, you never know over there. I've, I've seen numerous people get pushed out over the years. AD seemed to last a long time. Joe Dean was around a long time. Um, Skip Bourbon was around a long time. And uh, and now Joe Oliva has been around for a while. So if you're him, uh, do you keep fighting when you know a lot of people don't like you to keep your job? Or is that $700,000 a year uh, salary, you know, keep you around for, for a little bit longer if you can? Yeah, it's just so interesting to watch that play out because I don't really know what Joe Oliva could have done, Jock, other than what he did, unless he wants to set the precedent that coaches don't have to meet with their bosses whenever they want and they can basically uh, run their own show without any consequences. Am I reading that wrong? Did, it, it seemed like he was in a no-win situation there. Either he was going to set that precedent or he was going to draw the, fi- the, the ire of you know 90% of the fan base, like you mentioned. 
yeah, I think if you uh, you get called in or I get called in or whoever, and and you say, hey, I'm not I'm not coming to talk, then you leave your employee really employer no no choice but to but to suspend you or in our case probably fire you. Uh, in his case, everyone knows he's a good coach and LSU's in a spot they haven't been in in 13 years and uh, finally had some excitement around their basketball program that LSU doesn't want to fire him and certainly they didn't. They 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 waited almost 40 days before he finally came in. So, um, you know, I think uh, and I also think that, that there's been a lot of talk and about is Joe Oliva has he been allowed to just do his job, or does he have people like F. King Alexander and others kind of cut cut his feet out from under him, uh, i.e. 2015, you know, was Jimbo Fisher lined up and ready to replace Les Miles as the head coach, and then somebody stepped in and said, no, we're not doing this because it looks bad and we can't pay, you know, Les Miles 12 or $15 million to go away. So uh, there's been a lot of talk about that as well. Uh, finally here, do you possibly, and I don't know, if this, uh, maybe not you, I don't want to phrase it that way, Jack, but I'm just, I've just been wondering if, if this is a case of be careful what you wish for if you're LSU fans here and wanting Will Wade reinstated because you're going to have this cloud surrounding him as the investigation goes on and the possible testimony goes on. And certainly recruits are savvy enough in social media now that they see all of this. And I, I just wonder what the recruiting hit that, that we see in progress here. With, with Again, I think they got one three-star guy and a two-star guy, and that's it, and the, all these defections. That uh, Is this possibly a, a situation where LSU will be harmed at least in the short term with Will Wade coming back than if they would have just had a clean slate? Yeah, you know, Seth, that's a good point. I, I guess if you put a gun to my head and you ask, okay, would you rather fire Will Wade and then try to find another coach to take over this situation, or do you stick with Will Wade, who has proven he can win, to see if he can, you know, kind of – LSU's got a lot of dirt and oil pouring all over him right now. Uh, can Will Wade kind of scrub some of that stuff away, and can they grind through this? Uh, I guess maybe Will Wade is the better option, but it's not over. Um, you know, obviously the FBI hearing and everything coming up in a, in a couple of weeks, and I guess Yahoo has emptied their gun when it comes to all the bullets and all the information they had. It was like a Netflix series, you know. It could just release it all at once. We had to – have different <laughs> the 12 right. episodes or whatever. But um, but uh, if there's another smoking gun, there's more info that comes out and he gets busted, then, L- then you've got a major PR um, disaster for LSU. And, and I think a lot of people have thought they could have handled uh, this, this better already. But then at the same point, if Will Wade would have had the lawyer he had, uh, I think his second lawyer obviously was much better than his first. If he would have just gone in and handled this in early March, then – Things could have been a lot different. I've talked to you so much over the last few years, Jock, that you're usually so upbeat and optimistic when we talk. I can hear the <laughs> exasperation and the exhaustion in your voice after all this, man. It's 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 been a the hell of a month. Maybe I'm just old. I'm getting old. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, you know, it was uh, I, I just it, it was an exciting time uh, to cover LSU going to the Sweet Sixteen, but thing was always looming in the background and you have people and the media ask you well is this is this gonna get wiped away anyway is this gonna get away you know is there gonna be an asterisk next to this is it gonna be vacated and i can't answer that i don't know what the ncaa is going to do down the line when it comes to this year and what they're going to find and and all that so uh, i think people like sports because it's an escape from politics and a lot of things that wear people out and they don't like and and then you, you, you get these kind of things that get into sports as well. And 
kind of bog it down a little bit. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, we'll see how this plays out. It's going to be fascinating next few weeks, next few months. Really appreciate it, Jocks. We'll talk again. Okay. Thank you, Seth. All right, Jock Doucet, WAFB-TV in Baton Rouge. And, yes, it's – boy, the, the sordid tale continues. And I don't envy Joe Oliva. Bobby Bear said something tonight that I completely agree with. And it's time for LSU fans – in our minds, and I say our, that's Bobby and I, to give Joe Oliva a bit of a break here. There is nothing that he could have done other than what he did. He he made the right decision. It just had to happen, the suspension. And had Will Wade met with LSU when this all happened, when all these details came out, and when he was asked to meet with F. King and, and Oliva, and anybody else, the NCAA investigators there and lawyers present, if that would have happened, you probably would have had Will Wade coach in the tournament. And who knows how far they would have advanced. Certainly seemed a little overmatched against Michigan State, so maybe that was their ceiling this year. But gosh darn it, can we move past this blaming Joe Oliva for this? I just will never understand it. We'll never understand it. And th- that's coming from somebody who has used my platform and what I do to be heavily critical of Joe Oliva over the years with some of his decisions and some of his hires, some which he's been vindicated on some of those hires. Other decisions he hasn't. But this one, it it just seems unfathomable why people would be mad at Joe Oliva and want his proverbial head on a platter and want him out at LSU because he suspended an employee who gave him that middle finger and told him I'm not meeting with you when his boss has asked him to. I understand Will Wade's side of this. I understand he didn't want to implicate himself. He possibly is going to have to testify at a federal trial and he didn't want to say anything in those meetings that might come back to bite him. I get it. I get Will Wade's side of this. I do. But I also understand Joe Oliva's side, and there's nothing else he could have done. So, it's a, for as much as uh, Jock was exasperated, you've heard me the last month and a half talk about it. I'm, I'm tired and I'm exasperated and exhausted talking about it. But we will continue to cover it. And if you think this is the last time we've heard about FBI wiretaps or investigations or recruiting irregularities, well, you haven't been paying attention. That tale is still being told. We'll take a break. Back on the last lap after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.